Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer, and this is show number 1302. Feels weird, right? Because we're trying to be a little bit more organized. We're trying to get back into a flow of things. We're also trying to, you know, introduce some new things as well. Uh, you know, if, if you're listening to this, it's probably coming out at a time that you're not familiar with. Uh, you know, the energy might be a little bit different as well. Uh, you know, the show format, right, is not as structured. You've got to forgive me on that because uh, just the, the the organization is just not there as much as I would like for it to be. But don't you worry, friends. We'll get right back to it. But uh, I'm very excited. You know, I'm very excited to continue these 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 transmissions or at least to continue the work. Right, because it's more than just that, you know. Here, it, it's it's more than just talking about the news. It's more than just covering articles and playing a couple clips, and you know, having righteous indignation and being fired up about things. It's 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 looking at where we are as a people, how we've evolved to this point, where we where we want to go. You know, like we, we really, one of the things I've really, you know, kind of taken a step back and been blown away by is how we really truly do live in a fallen world. You know, and everybody's doing the best they can. Um, everybody truly is doing the best they can. That's why you all need Jesus. That's why you all need God. That's why we should all strive, not necessarily for, for, for perfection, right? You know, but salvation, redemption, understanding, uh, and so much more. And so I'm not going to launch into a, a, a prayer field, a prayer field, uh, you know, rant. I'm not going to preach to you at the start of this transmission, the start of this transmission. Uh, but throughout this transmission, you may hear some things that just, you know, fire me up and make me think a little bit differently about where we are. Right. And how how did we get to this point? You know, we got people identifying as leaves, stars, minotaurs. I kid you not. That is an article that is coming up. We will have people describing themselves as minotaurs, uh, you know, and it, and it goes much farther than that. When we talk about legalizing lunacy, when we talk about so many of these different things, there are a lot of deep ramifications of people losing their mind, uh, you know, with the with, with, with the COVID shots. And this is something I wish we would have covered a little bit more uh, in some of the previous episodes. 
Look at the post-vaccination personality changes I've been calling it. And so again, like you've just, you've just got to think about where we are in the current time space scale of things and just how things are just flying off of the, the, the walls now uh, and how really people are just doing the very best they can to keep it all together. You know, uh, you know, the, the country is under attack. We are under attack, right? They're no longer hiding it. As I've said before, they told you to put the mask on as they've taken the mask off. They've taken the gloves off. They're, 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 they're coming after us. You know, and that means coming after our bank accounts, coming after our mental health, coming after our spiritual health, coming after our physical health, right? There's a lot of different things that, that, that come with this all-encompassing war. And so I think, you know, that's 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 why we're back. That's why I'm back. I never left. That's why, like, this is not an option at a certain level. Every single person is going to have to figure out how to carve out time to fight this and ultimately how to redirect their entire lifestyle, um, you know, to, to, to be mindful of these things, to combat these things, to change these things. Like, I mean, my God, I, we, we, we've got another article that's coming out here uh, today, actually, about a man that was killed in another pre-dawn raid by the FBI in my own back, like, yard, like here in New Mexico, here in Albuquerque, I kid you not. And I can't help but find... Uh, a similarity with that. So there's a lot of things going on in the world. We are not the center of the universe, but there are a lot of things coming after us, uh, not just me. I mean, you, the people that are listening to this, the people that are conscious of what's taking place and how they know they are the solution. So let's go ahead and start getting into that. Let me start off with a couple updates. I know you guys may or may not care. I do. Uh, for continuity's sake, it is important. We currently have the treasury wallet uh, you know, and what I'll do is I'll release a quick little tutorial video or even a short little graphic uh, animation or anything like that. Just a just an infographic that demonstrates how to load your crypto wallet. We've got a couple of articles coming out today about the, you know, the, the, the banking system, what's going on with our economy, uh, you know, multiple nations joining BRICS, the dollar devaluation and how they're ultimately planning to lock us down. You know, this is this is the climate uh, these are the climate lockdowns and how they're all one and the same. So when we're talking about the treasury wallet, when we're talking about uh, transferring your fiat money to crypto, there's a lot of different things with it that come with this uh, financial education, financial freedom, uh, you know, and, and so much more. But to keep it short, concise and simple, we now have a uh, 0.39 soul in our treasury wallet. That doesn't seem like a lot, but it's not about the money. It's about the idea. We've had two people donate to the wallet. Uh, technically one of which was Amy's member subscription fee. Uh, and then we had a, another associate from the crypto world donate as well. And so I'm pretty happy about that. And so what people are, if people are listening now, right, because we've just put this on our podcast feed and they might be listening, what the heck is the, the, the treasury wallet? But what I will begin to do with every single exclusive membership fee is the 75, 25 split. And that number will vary depending on how many more people we get and things like this. But currently, 75% of every membership, every, you know, exclusive members membership is 75 to me, 25 to the operation. Now, what I would like to do with 25% that gets donated to the operation is create a small committee of people that actually figure out in a more decentralized fashion what to do with that monthly income or with that monthly revenue, right? Do we hire somebody? Do we do some development of technologies? 
uh, development of services. Uh, you know, do we do we have an extravaganza? Do we hire T-shirts? Like, do, do we do we get mugs? Like, what are the, what can we do with with you know twenty five percent of an operations income coming into uh, a treasury for the community to use? And so, if you're very interested in that, I'll put the link for people to join us either in the Discord or through Telegram, uh, so we can get that started. But we already have two people that are in there. Very excited about that. I expect that number to grow uh, and you will definitely be hearing more about the developments of this. You can scroll up in our telegram and see some of the things that I've dropped uh, relating to this, right? Uh, some of my thoughts, what I plan to do, uh, as I've alluded to there uh, in that little preamble. Like, There's a lot of things that we can do, guys. And I just want to let that be known. That's what we're going to do with some of the exclusive member funds. We're for sure going to start like a whole little compartment type operation. Uh, so yeah, check the link in the description bar below so you can learn a little bit more about that. And to be honest, those are the only really updates that we have for you amazingly beautiful people. Uh, honest to God, that's it. That's, that's all we really have. Uh, but what I would like to do is jump over here and do a little quick news cruise. Do a little quick news cruise. Go through some of the articles that I have that are popping up in the feed today. Things that are going down. Uh, you know, you've got Donald Trump's indictment. You've got the Maui fires. Right. Uh, you've got Joe Biden literally running from reporters. You've got all kinds of things taking place. But I think what it also shows is is the jig is up. Uh, at, at, there, there's so many signs that point towards America imploding. America imploding, the, 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 the new world order uncloaking. Right. There's so many signs of, of, of this stuff just going down that it's no longer hidden. What we've got to start figuring out is how we're going to create like an operation, how we're going to create a, a, a fight against this. And it's one of the same, an operation, a fight, some kind of footing in this war against us. Let's get into some of these articles real quick, and then we'll continue on for you beautiful people. Uh, look at this right here. What's this? Reagan didn't do it. Trump brags about extremely high intelligence and rants about debates. It's like they, they, yeah, dude. Oh my God. Moving forward, Texas grid operator asks residents to reduce energy usage due to low wind generation to avoid blackouts. So what happens if we switch to all renewable energies and something like this happens? Let's give this a quick read. It comes from Christina Lalia over there at the Gateway Pundit. They put this up August 17th. It says Texas, Texas grip Operator ERCOT asked residents to reduce energy usage amid a sweltering heat wave to avoid rolling blackouts. ERCOT manages electric power to more than 26 million Texas customers and represents 90% of the state's electric load, according to the company. Temperatures soared to 115 degrees with the heat index in parts of Texas on Thursday amid an excessive heat warning. ERCOT issued the Voluntary Conservation Notice due to extreme temperatures, forecasted high demand, and low reserves due to the low wind generation. The wind turbines aren't producing enough energy. Quote, notice for 3 to 5 or 3 to 8 p.m. today, August 17th, due to extreme temperatures, forecasted high demand, and low reserves due to low, low wind generation, Texans are, are asked to voluntarily reduce electric use, if safe, to do so. And so let's, that's on their official Twitter, they clip that up. Let's break that down. What are they saying? 
You're saying it's a, it's basically it's a heat wave used lesser energy, right? But Joe Biden has kind of positioned himself as the climate czar, as a climate president. So this is another form. I don't. I wouldn't say this is another form of attack. But you're going to see a lot of this type of stuff come in this transmission, especially with the the Maui fires, energy, environment. Cons- you know, oh, the, the 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 environment's out of control. Humans, you are the problem. You guys got to turn it down. You'll see a lot more of this as we progress through the transmission. Let's continue on. Uh, Russia releases 2,000 pages report proving deep state and big pharma manufactured the COVID pandemic. I would agree. I would actually agree. What is event 201? We don't even, I don't even, you know, at a certain level, this is insulting to our intelligence to beat this dead horse. You know, it's like the FBI investigating themselves and realizing like, hey, we're, we're not guilty. Let's read this this other article from the Gateway Pundit. It's by Kristen Taylor. It says videos from streets of San Francisco, smash and grab car burglars filmed in broad daylight, homeless camp burns on the city sidewalk. It says that the streets of San Francisco have turned into a third world jungle under progressive Democrat rule. The latest videos from the city by the bay, one film Wednesday, the other on Thursday, showcase a city in steep decline. A video taken Wednesday shows a smash and grab car burglars cruising the city in a white Lexus, letting a burglar out of the passenger side to peek in windows of parked cars and smash the windows of those that have stuff to steal. Like that. That is out of control. It says the video taken Thursday shows a homeless encampment on a sidewalk in front of a business in front of a business on a busy street engulfed in flames as cars and pedestrians pass by like it's an everyday occurrence. First, the fire video posted by KPIX TV reporter Betty Yu, quote, so my resident shared a video of this fire near an encampment. It happened at Mission and 7th today. Let's take a quick look. Let's take a quick look. Just some absolute ghetto degeneracy taking place. Look at this. Escape from LA. Let's see. Good morning. It's like a six six second video. We can't even get that or what? like a six seconds too much or what's what's going on here all right anyway let's 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 jump into another morning san francisco let's jump into another clip good morning san francisco Good morning, San Francisco. Just some flaming craziness. Good morning, San Francisco. Okay, we get it. Let's go ahead and jump back up over here and see if we can get the 
let's go ahead and get a, uh, a, a look at this one over here too. cars in broad daylight smash this car right here too. They gotta ditch this car. That's, this is incredible. That's incredible. Let's jump back over here to this article. It says that uh, KTVU reporter Henry Lee posted the video on Twitter X, quote, these guys in the Lexus bipped cars all over San Francisco's Fisherman Wharf one by one. I started following them and they just didn't care. Obviously that they were being followed or not and it kept happening. The witnesses tell me and that's kind of what you guys saw right there it says that the san francisco police department has not responded to ktvu's inquiries about the auto burglaries so there you go there's there's san francisco smashing grabs in a lot of time i gotta go there soon well not san francisco but you get what i'm saying let's move forward uh green energy disaster hawaiian electric blamed for fires after concentrating on green energy projects rather than safety of existing infrastructure. And that's kind of what we just went over with Texas right there. Got to keep it green. Got to keep it green. Look at this Chinese influencers and espionage. New links between Biden and Clinton corruption. What I love about Sons of Liberty Media is they always have good stuff, but it's always in videos. Never articles that we can go over that we can, you know, point to and break down. Uh, but let's continue on with the space. Uh, and just like that, the Brazilian central bank goes live with a CBDC, a central bank digital currency. And so as we brought in the transmission talking about how you can support this operation through crypto, they are migrating people to crypto. They are migrating people to a cashless society. And we will see even more of that in the future. We will. Bitcoin flash crashes more than $2,000 amid the stale reports of SpaceX selling its stake. Yeah, that happened about two hours ago. I was watching it. We were at about 28,000 and we already dropped down to 26,000. Uh, and what's what's interesting is I'm going to keep my 
my eye on things like Bitcoin because, well, we're gonna get we're gonna put ourselves on Bitcoin. I'll put it. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll tell you to you that way. We are going to put ourselves on Bitcoin. Either the podcast or our image is going to be inscribed on the blockchain. And if the blockchain is forever, so will factions of freedom. B. Uh, moving forward, look at this right here. FBI shoots and kills another American in a pre-dawn raid in Albuquerque. We'll cover that later on in the transmission. Just to let you know. So if they kill me, they can't kill Bitcoin. They kill me, they can't kill the idea of me. I plan to transcend even my own existence. Speaking of, look at this right here. Uh, we had rats the size of Crocs jumping, just running up and down the street. New York City holds first ever anti-rat day of action in Harlem. Could you imagine that? Rot, like rats the size of crocs, of, of alligators or crocodiles just roaming through the streets. Like you couldn't shoot them and kill them because they'd still be all alive. And that's gross. Think about how much stuff and just garbage those things are feeding them. Disgusting. Uh, California Planned Parenthood burns to the ground in three alarm fire. Good job, guys. Good job. Chicago man sentenced to prison for sexually assaulting seven-year-old cousin during school live stream class. What the, what's wrong with people like that? Imagine, you know, don't even imagine that. People like that are sick. If you look at this guy's video picture, he's, he's, he's crying because he knows he's probably going to go to jail and get, you know, raped himself. Uh, that's not cool. You're destroying a child's innocence. That's not funny. I don't know why you would live stream that. I don't know what's wrong with people these days. I think there's a general sense of desensitization that is taking place uh, with the amount of, of, of so-called content that's out there. People are being entertained to death and they have no feelings. They just want to they, they, they want to feel alive. So they do degenerate things. It's actually very sad. Uh, moving on. Montana court rules that the state is responsible for imaginary problems dreamed up by scary climate obsessed teens. If you're going to pay for that, you're going to pay for that climate change. They actually call it climate anxiety, where people have legit fear and panic attacks that, uh, you know, the world's going to end. Wild. Let's get a couple more of these in, then we'll take a quick break and reset the space. Look at this. As millions of Americans struggle to make ends meet, Biden decides to spend billions of their tax dollars to house illegal immigrants in brand new cities built exclusively for migrants. This is one by Ethan Huff of Natural News. They put this up August 17th. It says that the American economy is in absolute shambles, especially for working men and women. And the Biden regime's number one priority is to create new highs housing in entire cities for illegal immigrants to live after they unlawfully cross the southern border. Let me pause right here. Because we actually have another article about this later on, and I, I kind of want to, you know, get into it there. But this is this is this is this is why when you watch any type of futuristic movie, not even futuristic, like a couple of years from now, and they just have like full blown slums and encampments and cities, you know, on a massive border wall, because of stuff like this. 
you know, then it becomes like the cool, edgy, avant-garde or Esmore thing to do to, you know, go through the border and go to the migrant city or go, you know, to the border town, like, like what, like Juarez, you know, or something like that. And so this is, this is the beginning of that, right? Oh, we, we have so many, we can't let them through the border. Let's just create a town for them to exist in the border. Let's continue on. It says that, uh, <laughs> according to reports, fake Biden, fake President Biden is asking Congress to approve, quote, temporary new housing for program for legal I- aliens that will cost American taxpayers around $40 billion in, quote, emergency funding. <laughs> how, how crazy is that? I just feel like that's so crazy. Like, we're literally talking about how like we're giving money to we're giving money to Ukraine. We're giving money everywhere else other than where it needs to be. How wild is this? Um, Forty billion in emergency funding. Biden apparently does not approve of the current living conditions for migrants who were captured by who were captured as they attempt to illegally rush through the southern border. So he wants to spend billions of your hard-earned dollars to give them new luxury living accommodations. The $40 billion proposed welfare check includes nearly 2.7 for the Department of Homeland Security to create illegal immigrant or illegal migrant cities that allow illegals to, quote, come and go as they please during the day. The only stipulation stipulation being that they must check in and stay the night on campus. Quote, we do not view this as, a, as family detention, an official from DHS told the media about Biden's proposed new migrant facilities. The Biden regime claims that these new facilities will allow the government to more easily keep track of migrants as they bore through the line, as they bore through the asylum process. They will also ease the burden on local homeless and other types of shelters that American citizens need for refuge. You guys, you guys get the gist right there. They're just they're just making it and you know more advertising. Come on over here to America. You know you've got free housing, free education, free healthcare, everything you need. Uh, you know, you don't have to pay for anything. You just have to get here. And when you get here, you, you know, we'll have a cot for you. We'll have three hot meals. No, this isn't a detention center, but here's your cell phone. You got to make sure you're vaccinated. You have to sleep here at night. And so what, what this is doing is this is normalizing a, a, a hyper authoritarian, hyper totalitarian mindset for the so-called next wave of Americans that come through here. Cause this does not represent freedom to us, to everybody else. To Americans, this doesn't represent freedom. This is some backwoods, upside down, inverted satanic nonsense. But to people who have this idea of what freedom is because of what they've been told, well, heck yeah, they're going to do this. These people are giving them everything they want. Heck yeah, why would they not want it? They don't know anything else. We know something else. We know this isn't right. But for this new generation and this new crop of Americans, they're none the wiser. They don't need to be. Let's read a little bit more of these. We'll read read just the headlines and then we'll continue on. We'll take a quick break. Teachers as Union trained educators to, quote, indoctrinate students with radical progressive ideology. Of course. Of course. Of course they would. That's why I'm telling you, we're going to get into the Leafs, the Leaf people, the Star people, the Minotaurs. We're going to get into these people who were literally freaking brainwashed 
and 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 don't know upside up up from down, man. You know, it's it's kind of sad. Oh, but yeah, no, for sure, we're gonna get into it. Look at this: young adults are sour on drinking alcohol. The related story is that there's a poor man's cocaine costing three dollars a pill. Oh, oh, oh. So they don't want to drink that alcohol. They want that $3 cocaine. A share of U.S. adults who believe one or two drinks a day is detrimental to health. They're like, oh, well, you know, it's just, I can't drink, but you give me that $3 cocaine pill. I'm all about it. Let's look at this right here. Where's the, where is it? Poor man's cocaine. Look at this right here by Sam Dagger and Sammy Agtarini over here at Bloomberg. It says Europe is bracing for the possible influx of a drug that hooked the Middle East as political shifts and crackdown in the Gulf spur producers in Syria and Lebanon to tap new markets. Selling for around 3 to $25 per tablet, the amphetamine pill or type pill, Captagon, is primarily produced and trafficked by individuals and groups tied to the Syrian president. Bashar al-Assad and his ally, and his ally, the Lebanese militia Hezbollah, according to the U.S. Department of Treasury. Oh man, that's so crazy! It says already popular in parts of the Middle East with every with everyone from teenagers to low-income construction workers. The narcotic is easy to make, called "quote the poor man's cocaine." It's reported to trigger bursts of energy and productivity, wakefulness, euphoria, as well as delusions and a sense of invincibility. The drug has also been associated with militants in Iraq and Syria. Two leading researchers at the think tank at New Lines Institute estimate that Captagon has generated business worth as much as $10 billion over the past three years, with most of the revenue benefiting Assad's inner circle and allies, who remain heavily sanctioned by the West over their bloody quelling of, of Syria's 2011 uprising. Assad and his government deny involvement in the manufacture and the trade of Captagon. Well, man, I mean, that's, you know, you got to think about it. If they're sending us this poor man's cocaine from Syria, you've got China over here just like flooding us with fentanyl. And then, of course, you've got Mexico just like, here, kids, here's all the cocaine you want. You've got stupid Americans that are just like, oh, I got nothing to live for, man. What, what are you guys doing today? Uh, let's do all these drugs. And then we wonder why. We've got an article that comes out about this in this in this transmission. We wonder why. Drug abuse is up. Opioid epidemics are up. Why? Death and suicides are up. Because we've got the poor man's cocaine. Listen, if somebody can do $3 worth of cocaine as fast as possible and feel invincible, they're gonna. But what does that also show you about the state of the world? Right? That just listed to you three different so-called sources. You got, you got cocaine, you've got fentanyl, you've got Apparently, cat gone. You've got all these things here. We're, we're, we're drugged up. We're addicted. We're degenerate. And they're trying to get us to, 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 to love the destruction of ourselves and to love the destruction of one another. Which is even worse. But here's when it's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into some of the news, right? Uh Bill Gates saying that it's time to replace teachers with elite AI-controlled robots. $700 payments to the Hawaii victims. The World Economic Forum declaring that they're gods. Uh, like I said, the Leaf Star people and the Minotaurs. 
uh, everything that's going on with COVID as, as, and, and more, right? Biden set to announce climate lockdowns, food, and energy rationing. We have more hints of Agenda 2030 coming right around the corner, and we'll be here discussing it all and more with you on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
Oh, man. Oh, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It is a. It's your boy, Freedom. Same show. Whole different flavor. We're still in the kitchen. We're still cooking up some goodness. It's your boy, Chef Boy, Yard Boy, Noise. What's happening? We up in here cooking up some goodness for you. Week after week, you can find us over here building, building, deploying value, showing up, fighting tyrants, changing people's minds, exposing the lies, sharing the truth, combating all of this, shutting down Satanists, coming after technocrats, putting people on notice. What's up? We're back. We are back. <laughs> We're back. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us again on this very special edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your no, I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And again, you know, the show is still getting formatted. We are still, um, you know, what's crazy is it feels like we're still kind of phasing back into this. Still trying to just command the heavens and the earth to merge. Because we are just that, right? We are, we are the heavens and the earth merged together. And that's what it feels like. As I am tasked with playing my role, with doing my job, carrying the torch, showing up. So that's what we're here to do. Uh, but as I said before, the show is still getting formatted. Uh, the, the, you know, the typical hour-long segments where they're pointed, they're not there yet. You give me like a couple more weeks, we'll get there. For sure. Uh, but, you know, that's that's kind of where we are right now. So let's go ahead and just kind of jump back into the flow of things. Uh, again, if you guys have any questions, all the information is in the description bar below. Shout out to our supporters. We wouldn't we literally wouldn't be anything without you. Uh, we, we, we really wouldn't. And so we went over a lot of a couple. We went over a lot of things in the previous segment of the introduction and the news blitz with what's going on. Uh there's a lot of things happening. You've got people summoning demons, children trying to identify as, uh, you know, transracial things. Like, man, I'm telling you, it's crazy. There's a full frontal assault on us. And I think the best way to cover it is to jump right into it. Let's go ahead and start getting some of these news articles out of the way. Look at this. Look at this freak. Look at this monster. Rachel Levine says we should be saying egg producer instead of mother. Imagine if this creep just came out of nowhere, right? Imagine if this bozo tried to call your wife or your mother an egg producer. You'd beat her in her egg or its egg. You'd knock this thing up off of its rocker. You'd be like, look at you, Humpty Dumpty. You're all jacked up. Let's read this quick article by Bastard Dimitri from The People's Voice. They put this up. August 17th, it says Rachel Levine, the Assistant Secretary for Health for Biden's Department of Health and Human Services, praised an Alaska gender clinic for eliminating the word, quote, mother from science class. According to Levine, we should be using the term, quote, egg producer or carrier instead. Levine visited the Identity Alaska Clinic on August 6th and declared, quote, these inspiring people work tirelessly to create a more equitable future where all those living in the U.S. have equal access for life-saving medical care. 
Identity Alaska actively promotes radical ideas about biological sex in its resource section called, quote, gender inclusive biology. The gender inclusive biology curriculum catered for science teachers recommended, quote, children friendly definitions of terms relating to gender and sexuality. Fox News reports it said kids as young as kindergarten should learn about how doctors, quote, assign the gender to babies by making a guess and also include guidance on how to speak to the age group about sexual attraction. Can let's let me stop right there. Could you imagine in kindergarten, your doctor talking to a kindergartner about sex and gender? Why are you even, why are we even having this discussion? It's recommended, it recommended teachers inform students about using co-accurate language for body parts and functions without assuming that there are only two sexes and that everyone within a particular sex is the same. It's important to be able to communicate about our bodies in accurate ways. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. You should let people communicate in, in between people. This is letting the state get involved in sex. Let's, we're, we're, we're getting off point here. Look at this freak telling you that we should call females, ladies, mothers, women, egg producers. Carrier. Now, as a joke, I tell my, I tell, I tell jokes that, you know, my, I, I'm, I'm 50% of the genetic <laughs> equation with my daughter right there. Nice to meet you, right? I say that as a joke. But these people mean it quite literally, that you're just a egg donator. What this does is this cheapens the idea of a mother. This cheapens the idea of being a wife. This is more of that fourth wave feminism, you know, more of that, more of that stuff for you. Oh, here it is. What did he say? Or what did, what did she say? Um, where is it? Uh, here it is. This is a more equitable future, right? Isn't that what you want? Gender inclusive um, and equitable stuff. Doesn't that sound grand? Not to me at all. Look at this. Insider says Biden is set to announce climate lockdowns, food and energy rationing. These are the austerity measures that I've warned you about. COVID was the beginning of this. It was the test of this. Let's read this quick article by Nima Harris. Over here at the People's Voice, they put this up August 15th, says U.S. President Joe Biden is close to signing an executive order declaring, quote, a climate emergency, according to the insiders and experts. Although Biden recently said he practically declared a, cl a climate emergency, he is yet to make an actual declaration. When he does, he will be granted with the power to enforce tyrannical measures like lockdowns and even the rationing of food and energy indefinitely. InfoWars reports that the Biden administration's move to shut down the country is imminent, according to insiders and experts who are all reporting a recent and uniform surge of climate alarmism from the mainstream media, top Democrat, the United Nations, and environmental groups. Quote, the signs are there, said the Heartland Institute, while citing the White House's cooperation with the UN to create a, quote, climate emergency webpage. The science is clear, reads the new UN page. Quote, the world is in a state of climate energy, and we need to shift into climate into an emergency gear. 
InfoWars reports that the page goes on to slam, quote, humanity's burning of fossil fuels and even calls for, quote, societal change. Additionally, energy insider, energy industry insiders have raised the alarm. The White House will soon declare climate emergency in order to implement gas rationing, electricity ration restrictions, limits on air travel and other edicts seen during the COVID pandemic. Quote, they're leaning to that direction, said U.S. Oil and Gas Association President Tim Stewart to Just the News last month. Quote, if you grant the president emergency powers to declare a climate emergency, it will be just like COVID. Stewart went on to say Biden's emergency declaration would give the president, quote, vast and unchecked authority to shut down everything from communications to infrastructure. Quote, they can literally do exactly what they did in COVID. Stewart continued, adding that the climate critics would be censored like critics of COVID were. Quote, if you disagree with the climate urgency, speech can be shut down. Let me pause right there. And that's why we have articles about this. You've got Sundar Pichai of Google, as well as the new ex-CEO colluding to shut down alternative media as these people are talking about what? Another pandemic, another climate scare. They're going ahead before they pull the trigger and shutting down dissenting voices, shutting down people from being able to call it out. Let me hurry up and finish this article so we can move on. It says over here, we really need to be paying attention to that because that power could be extreme, could be extended indefinitely until the quote climate emergency is over. And who knows how long that would last. Moreover, in addition to mounting pressure from the Democratic Party to get the Biden administration to follow through on extreme climate change rhetoric, leftist politicians have been using their station to incrementally warp scientists with ESG and lower our standards of living through policies ostensibly for the greater good. These are the austerity measures that they keep talking about. Lastly, Biden's most recent rhetoric on climate change demonstrates he is now more in sync with the longtime climate apocalyptic King Charles III of England than ever before. Interestingly, in June, Charles activated a, quote, climate clock in a bid for more alarmist theater. And just last week, the MSM inflated his relevance by touting a successful result on a Gallup popularity poll of public figures. There it is. Climate lockdowns. That's why, that's why, that's why the more you look into what's going on with the Maui flower, fires, it doesn't make any sense. You've got residents talking about how they just shut the water off how they were fighting the fire back, but they just shut the water off. You've got them talking about how there's, you know, there's been nothing but land battles and now the Democrats and people are trying to come in and come by the land. There's all kinds of strange stuff going on with Hawaii and Maui, and you can tell these people are using it to engineer the situation to get a desired outcome. Order out chaos, order out of chaos. We have another article on that moving forward. Look at this. Pilot collapses mid-flight in the bathroom, prompting emergency landing of Boeing 787. An article by Andrew Chapados of The Blaze. They put this up August 17th. And you know what this is? You know what this is? This right here is dying suddenly. This right here are vaccinants. That's why this is so dangerous. Think about this right here. Can you imagine flying on a plane, all of a sudden you hear a commotion. One of your one of your pilots has died. Are you able to fly the plane? Are you able to lower the plane? 
am I going to die? Let's read a little bit about this article. Is there a video? Oh, looks like there is. There is one. Passengers on board applauded the flight crew for landing the plane safely and expressing their gratitude again in the airport. Bottom tells NBC News all of the necessary protocols were followed to try to help and save the pilot who had been with the airline for 25 years. There's a lot that goes on in preparation for these abnormal circumstances to protect passengers. And as a passenger, that's probably one thing we can rest assured of and take in comfort when we do experience something like this. The FAA requires airlines to carry emergency medical kits on board. They include some drugs and an external defibrillator, oxygen, for example, stethoscope. But there's not much you can do if somebody is really in a very, very critical state like that. Craig, back to you. All right. Tom Costello, Force there at Reagan National. Tom, thank you. Hey. Oh, man. Jesus, read this a little bit. It says that a uh, pilot collapsed in the bathroom during a commercial flight from Miami to Chile, which prompted an emergency landing in Panama City, Panama, by his co-pilots. The pilot later died. At around 11 p.m., the pilot of Boeing 787 allegedly collapsed from a cardiac arrest while in the bathroom after the plane took off from Miami, New York Post reported. The flight was bound from Santiago, Chile, on the on LATAM Airlines, but was forced to make an emergency landing in Panama with grateful passengers applauding the flight crew in the videos posted online. The situation surrounding pilot Ivan Andoar, 56, was cloudy due to the anonymous reports, allegedly from those aboard the flight. Quote, unfortunately, we did not have the necessary or sufficient supplies to perform a good resuscitation. A nurse only identified as Isadora claimed on social media, according to The Sun, quote, LATAM needs to improve the issue of protocol in case of health and medical emergencies like this where lives can be saved, but the resources are needed, she allegedly added. So let's 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 break this up like there's something bigger here than just, you know, them not having the resources. How many stories like this did I miss in my absence? How many accidents have there been? Praise God. Thank God that people are able to still, you know, fly the plane and we're not having more and more attacks or at least more and more accidents. Apparently, there was a plane that crashed in a highway somewhere in Malaysia today. And there's more and more plane crashes taking place because of things like this. People just collapsing, dying suddenly. Having cardiac events, but nobody, nobody seems to understand why. Nobody seems to understand why FBI shoots and kills another American in a pre-dawn raid in Albuquerque. An article by Jim Hoff with Gateway Pundit. They put this up August 17th. It says that the FBI was out killing another American on Tuesday morning. A pre-dawn raid. It was the third killing by the FBI in recent weeks. Look at this. Let's see if we can get. Let's see. There's a tweet. What's the tweet say right here? Jeez, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering where this is. 
this is from Pepe's grandma over here on Twitter. On Twitter, it says, "Well, a third recent FBI hit mob shot shooting during a pre-dawn raid, and they refused to release any details. What's going on here?" It says that the FBI says its agents were involved in a shooting that left one person dead Tuesday morning in Albuquerque. According to the FBI, the shooting took place around 6 a.m. and left one subject dead. <sighs> sketchy, sketchy, man. As crazy as I could probably go drive by and figure out where this is. I wonder if it mentions any of the cross streets. Um, let's see real quick. Let's go back. Yeah, let's read this. It says that the FBI is hiding the details from the public. They refuse to say if the deceased had a gun. The Albuquerque Journal says that uh, the FBI shot and killed a person Tuesday morning in Albuquerque, but released few details about the incident, including where it took place. Of course, the agency's public affairs office said in a news release that the shooting occurred around 6 a.m. Quote, one subject is deceased and FBI personnel were unharmed, according to the release. The FBI takes all the shooting incidents involving our agents to task or task force members seriously. The FBI did not say where in the city the shooting happened, if the person who was killed had a gun or gave any other details. So basically, they just killed this man. KRQE crews captured a heavy law enforcement presence near Chelwood Park and Mount Boulevard, Martin, Mountain Road. I know where that is. So they, 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 the FBI shot and killed an early, an elderly man in Utah last week who was taking care of his blind son. Let's read the list. We are still following a deadly shooting by still following a deadly shooting by FBI agents in Northeast Albuquerque. It happened about six o'clock this morning near Mountain and Chelwood Park. Let's take a look at video from that scene shot just about 30 minutes ago. The suspect was killed, but officials say no agents were hurt. The FBI really isn't saying much else at this point. We are working to learn more. We will bring you the latest as soon as we get it. Mm. Yeah, I used to live in that area. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. So either the FBI is out on killing sprees or they're following up on things. But they're out here. And I've had a couple people live here that have now moved because of stuff like this. But uh, let's move forward with the show. Joe Biden jogs to avoid reporters after Comer reveals his he used pseudonyms for his Ukraine dealings. So basically, you know, the big guy, that's what they call him. The big guy gets found out and. You know, at a certain level, this is sad. The the one that we would think something like this, this guy would, would rule over us. And two, that we would allow such foolishness and buffoonery. Man. Man. Let's move forward with the show. Even walks like an old man. I like I don't even have anything to say about Joe Biden. I really don't. I really don't. I don't have I don't have a thing to say about Joe Biden. 
Like he's an old man. He's an old scumbag. He's an old dirtbag that they're literally using and propping up there. And it's not right. You know, at the end of the day, it's not right what they're doing to this old man. I mean, obviously, it's not right what they're doing to us as well. But this guy, he's just a scumbag. He's a scumbag that needs to go away. And we need to stop sitting here suffering this fool. That's exactly what he is. And that's exactly what they're trying to play us for. Um, what? Look at this. Museum in Minneapolis holds a family-friendly event to summon a demon. How awesome is that? You guys want to go summon some demons? It's a beautiful weekend, right? Got nothing to do. Summer's coming to an end. You know, you're looking forward to Halloween or whatever, and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait. I can't I can't wait for Halloween. Man, let's go to the museum and summon some demons. You guys know where I can get myself like a Ouija board? I got some candles. Let's read this quick article from Survive the News. They put this up August 15th. It says, a museum in Minneapolis called the Walker Art Center held a family-friendly event to summon a demon. Is this really what passes for friendly family arts and culture today? Dabbling in the black arts? And is this an organization that receives tax dollars? Look at this. They put it up there, Alpha News. Walker Art Center holds playful demon summoning session for families. Yay! Remember this? Remember, you know, after school, Satan, you know, remember all of this evil stuff? This is it. This is it. Yay. It says that the Walker Art Center holds a playful demonic summoning session for families. The Walker Art Center held a pagan ritual geared towards families last weekend with a performance called Lilith. The empathic demon. Quote, demons have a bad reputation, but maybe we're just not very good at getting to know them. <laughs> oh my God. Is that uh, <laughs> hold like I'm blown away by this? Like, yo, like demon, like this is <laughs> just imagine somebody from like California, or imagine just like somebody who, who's gone. Just like saying this to you, like like Lucifer got like a bad rep. Like you don't know Satan like I do. Like like yo, you just need to get to know these demons. Like here, sit in the circle with me real quick. Oh my god! Um, it says that the event, which took place at the Minneapolis Sculpture Garden, was part of the Walkers Free First Saturdays program and featured artist Tamar Etten, who creates quote demon traps. Quote, families are invited to create a vessel to trap demons that know them best, perhaps the demon of overthinking, and then per participate in a playful ceremony to summon the demon and befriend their own demon. The website explains, the event was designed for families and finished with, quote, playful demon summoning session. This is a free country. If adults want to engage in this kind of crazy behavior in their free time, that's up to them. Family friendly, taxpayer funded, really? Do taxpayers even know that they're funding this? So, you know, what, what What I think this really means, pulling back from it, you know, is this This is the occult world. This is the after school Satan. This this is like the Satanists. We've got some people talking about being trans Satanists here in a moment uh, later on in the transmission. But you, you have to understand, like, they're, they, they want 
a foothold here. I was raised as a Southern Baptist man. Like, man, my grandmother would beat the bejesus out of me. She would beat the sin out of me over here talking about summoning demons with my family, trapping spirits and getting to know your, 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 your family demon. This is no, all of you, all of you need Jesus. All of you need to have your demons exercised. All of you people need to be cleansed. All of you people know you're up to something wrong. All of you people are listening to the wrong voice. I'm trying to tell you, but that's, what's crazy is now it's become friendly, friendly. Because what happens, like, what is the ideology of these, these the, the, the transgender rainbow flag? Of course, like they would, they, um, of course, they would want something like this to take place. Of course, they would want you to lower your barrier. Of course, they would want you to invite the spirit in. Of course, you've got to look at how these people do everything. And the fact that this is a public event is, 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 is dangerous. Remember the witches that bind Trump? Remember the witches that buy the, the, the hex Brett Kavanaugh? Remember all of this stuff? This is the evolution of it. And it doesn't stop here. Well, continue on. Biden slammed for offering an insulting $700 payments to Maui wildlife victims. I think we actually have a, there might, there, uh, we have a video of it in our Discord. I'd recommend you guys go give it a look over if you'd like. Uh, but this is an article by Bevan Hurley over here at the Independent. They put this up August sixteenth. Says President Joe Biden's offer to a offer of a seven hundred dollar emergency payment to households impacted by the devastating Maui wildfires has been criticized as an insult to survivors. The death toll from the U.S.'s deadliest wildfire in more than one hundred years rose to one hundred and six on Wednesday, with hundreds still unaccounted for and thousands left homeless, and an estimated seven billion dollars in economic damage. Biden, who faced criticisms for his handling of the disaster, announced an economic relief package on Monday that included cash payments and temporary housing assistance for survivors. Biden announced, quote, we're laser focused on getting aid to survivors, including critical needs assistance, a one-time 700 payment per household offered relief during an unimaginably difficult time. We have staff on the ground dedicated to helping survivors navigate the registration process. A White House statement confirmed the offer was only available to residents who were displaced from their homes and had critical needs. With 1,200 families sheltering in an emergency shelters over the weekend and 2,200 buildings being destroyed, it's not clear how many Hawaiians will be eligible. It was immediately decried as too small to have a meaningful impact by some commentators. Quote, make it $700 a month per family member in a household for a minimum of two years, wrote Scott Satins, the director of the the ITSA Foundation, which backs universal basic income on X, formerly known as Twitter. Quote, a one-time $700 payment will definitely get their lives, houses, and property back. Great job, Biden, wrote another. Many compare the offer unfavorably to the $113 billion in aid the Biden administration has sent to Ukraine since February 2022 to support the war effort, with a further $200 million approved on Monday. Financial commentator Mike Wilsinski wrote on X, estimated the 700 offer would amount to 1.9 billion and labeled it, quote, insulting. Actor Rob Schneider, an outspoken anti-vaxxer and Trump supporter, wrote against it as well. And a lot of people basically ragged on Biden for just being a scumbag. They're saying that $700 isn't enough. 
I would highly agree. I think this is the beginning of the universal basic income. They will say, look at all these natural disasters. Who will help us? Who will take care of these things? The government will. So there's a lot going on in Maui. There's a lot going on with the Biden administration. There's a lot going on with climate change and the stage being set for Agenda 2030. Let's continue on with the transmission. Look at this right here. Shazam star absolutely torches Hollywood, tells uh, tells act, uh, audiences to boycott movies. This is more or less just like a headline, really. Actor Zachary Le- Levi put Hollywood on blast in Chicago last weekend telling comic book fans to stop going to the, quote, garbage movies that La La Land puts out. Yep, that's that's basically it. More people waking up to the garbage that is Hollywood, the overt Satanism that they have, the trash that they they, they call uh, movies. You know, it really is. Like, I mean, you you watch you watch a lot of these movies, man. They're just like rehashed, recycled crap. You know, with just different faces. We've all we have all seen these these movies before. We have all seen these movies too many times in just too many different configurations. So yeah, that's more or less just red meat. Something to think about. Here's what I was talking about beforehand. Them censoring independent uh, independent media and alternative media ahead of the climate lockdowns and the next pandemic. ADL caught secretly working with ex-CEO Linda Yaccarino to censor independent media. Uh, an article by Sean Aditalabi. They put this up August 17th over here at the People's Voice says the Anti-Defamation League is secretly working with ex-CEO Linda Yaccarino to purge the platform of independent media and dissenting opinions, according to newly leaked video. An ex-user by the name of Kyle Base conducted a citizen journalist investigation into the ADL and its pro-censorship agenda. There's a video? That's cool. I'll cut all my crap and we'll just watch this. Oh, you can say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want, but the minute you start influencing people, <laughs> we're going to stop that. Hey, come use our platform. Come give, come give us engagement. Come, you know, build your platform, build your brand, build your identity over here. Oh, what? People like you and you said something we don't like? Listen, you got the freedom of speech, son, but you don't got the freedom of reach. We come up with clever, clever one-liners to cut your ass off. That's what these people just said. <laughs> As they giggle over here. We don't like them, so we stop what they say. <laughs> well, we just don't associate with them. <laughs> we cut their reach down. <laughs> and this is how I could have 306,000 followers on one platform and have a platform that only, or a post that can only reach like a 
10 or maybe if I'm lucky, 100 likes. You got freedom of speech, Jay, but you don't have the freedom to fully reach your audience. You would. We would. We'd give you full reach if you paid us. If you paid us to fully access your audience. Look at the look at the staggering censorship word game nonsense these people play. I'm sure there's more videos. There's more videos. It says one of five right here. Let's let's watch the second one real quick. It says in the second hidden video camera clip, I caught the ADL discussing how they attempt to influence Elon Musk to pick and choose who they want to be banned from his platform. So basically what it is, and, and, and you know, you guys can't, audio listeners, you guys may not be able to see this, you know, but you've got this not looking attractive woman over here on the left-hand side. She's not looking too, like she doesn't look friendly. She doesn't look, she doesn't look fun. You know, and the one over here on the right, she's she's trying her best, you know, but if you were hanging out with Quasimodo or freaking Jabba the Hutt, you'd be you'd be looking pretty good too. The point I'm trying to make here is that they, they get these people that don't who get who get off on this, who get off on shutting you down, right? Who get off on snuffing your light out, who get who get off on cutting you off. You the 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 the, the I wanna say Karen types, but the you, you, just there's a certain energy, there's a certain vibe, there's a certain look. And there are, you know, petty tyrants that like to tell you, you know, pick your mask up or, oh, you shouldn't say these things or, you know, don't you think this is so-and-so? That's what these people are. I don't know if you met with Elon or what, but you guys were put out a, ban- a list that you did not want, that the public and the advertisers did not want unbanned. It was like um, Alex Jones, uh, Nick Fuentes, Donald Trump, Kanye West, and... And I mean, we definitely do like public statements to make sure that like they are held accountable and there are letters that go. I think like if Elon Musk took over at this site, this is our expectation of the the Department of Free Speech become alive like these people these are the people that are going to garner your speech you know and free and, and and elon musk twitter x whatever it is is not for free speech let me read let's let's watch two more of these let's watch more of these clips and then we'll we'll take a quick break it says in this third clip i caught the adl admitting to using secret ai technology software to comb through gaming streams and podcasts for extremism who are they targeting who are they decided who, who are they to decide what and who is extreme? Uh, I'm extreme. By Facebook's ambiguous definitions and guidelines, I am extreme. I cannot exist on Facebook. Our platform, like our Facebook page is still there, but I do not exist. My phone number can't. Uh, my, my, my personal information can't. My legal information can't. Uh, my alts can't. I need somebody that's listening right now to make me a Facebook profile because Mark Zuckerberg will not allow me there. You know, um, and so this is this is what's going on. There's this is how they remove people from the internet. It's more than just censorship. It's more than just you know deplatforming people. It's shadow banning them. They do not want certain thought processes or certain speech in the technocracy, and this is the beginning of that. It's offensive, therefore it should not be said. 
develop this new technology to because a lot of the uh these extremists have podcasts but like who has the time to listen to like just them thrown on and yeah. on where like 99 of what they're saying is like about video games or something and so there's this new software that it can actually like scan the entire podcast for like flagged words wow. and then like extract like when they talk about some like extremist activity they want to perform and then it like extracts it so i thought that was really cool see that's the kind of the only extremist activity this woman needs to pull is she needs to put the breadsticks down. She needs to pick up a fork and start eating the salad. That's the only extremist thing you need to do, lady. You hear? You need to put the breadsticks down. Okay, put the pasta down. Pick up that salad. Now, what's crazy there is somehow they just linked extremists and gamers. Somehow, gamers and extremists are now the same thing. We've, de we've developed technology that's going to stop these gamers from having podcasts saying extreme things. That's what I'm saying. You literally, like, I'm hearing this person speak, and they don't sound fun at all. In this fourth hidden, hidden, hidden camera clip, I expose the ADL admitting to the manipulation and content or the, commit, the, the manipulation and control of crowdfunding platforms like Stripe and GoFundMe. They have the ability to stop payment processing to anyone that spreads a message that they deem hateful. How much money gets fundraised on some of these platforms for extremists? So a platform like what can you do any like a crowdfunding, a GoFundMe type of place, like we raise that's how most humans raise their money. And so bringing awareness to some of these companies like your platform is allowing these extremists to raise money um, for you know, their ego stuff. So that was an interesting report that we also kind of Man, I just let's hurry up and play this last one. Let's just hurry up and play the last one. And the final clip, I caught the ADL admitting to grooming local and federal law enforcement agencies like the FBI to identifying hate. This has already been used against conservative Americans and will only get worse. It sets a very dangerous precedent for our future. Yeah, so we just established a law enforcement advisory council, which convenes local uh, police departments and other law enforcement agencies all around the state. Sometimes we're called when something happens and we loop in law enforcement. Sometimes law enforcement reach out to us to see what we know we know about something. Um, so, and making yeah. sure that any of the intel that we get on a national level is given to all of our uh, all of the law enforcement locally and about the trends that we're seeing. What's crazy is we're, we're hearing how the FBI is coordinating with coordinating like with local private groups and just collecting more and more information on Americans. Somehow they've identified hate as something that is worthy of investigation. That is absolutely crazy to me. Um, that is absolutely crazy to me. What's even more crazy is the fact that we have several other articles that we need to get through. We hardly scratched the surface in this segment. Uh, we've really got to cut down on some of the ranting and more. Uh, but what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, is we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to try to blitz through a fair amount of these articles and just knock them out because there's a lot more things that we need to discuss. I think I got pretty fired up about the Satan stuff and just everything else that's going on. But here's what's going to happen. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into even more of these austerity measures, more of the Maui fires more of what's going on with COVID and even more strange things that are happening with our economy. Uh, this and more on the other side, ladies and gentlemen, 
Don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. The letter from Albert Pike regarding the Illuminati plan for three world wars is largely considered a hoax due to the use of the word Nazism in a letter dated 1871. But it is interesting to note the desired outcome of this alleged plan. According to the letter, the third war officially started on 9-11 and was intended to leave the people in a state of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economic exhaustion. They will then use nihilists, atheists, and revolutionaries to create a cataclysm of social turmoil. And they will do this in order to force the people into exterminating the destroyers of civilization. According to this letter, this bloodbath would result in the destruction of both Christianity and atheism and lead to the pure doctrine of Lucifer as the new world religion. And it does appear as if this is happening now, as if the powers that be are pushing the people into a desperate corner, as if their main goal is to create mass chaos and violence. But they've been doing this all by decree because they have no authority over God or the US Constitution. And so they'd be thrilled if we burn it all down for them, proving we are inferior savages in need of governance. They thought they'd have that on January 6th, but the people were there for peace, love, and justice, not a revolution. We don't need one. We already have our Declaration of Independence. But without justice, the death cult remains free and continues on its path to kill us all. They are going to shut us down again, but this time the United Nations will be in charge. Our government is giving them that authority at the end of this month, just in time for the next international health crisis. And with the leaked Supreme Court memo on Roe v. Wade, they can launch endless organized riots on us while we remain locked in our homes. Round two is coming, and this time with food shortages and the crashing dollar. But it doesn't have to be like this. Their authority is the biggest psyop ever. You are not their slave unless you choose to be. They are convincing you to do this to yourself. When they demanded that everyone wear a mask in 2020, the majority of us could have said no, demanded justice, and the true renaissance would have then begun. The 2020 lockdown was a beta test to gauge how compliant the population was, and we failed. But we will soon have another chance and 2020 was also a wake-up call for millions of Americans and millions worldwide who previously had no idea how corrupt our governments had become. So now we are many, and we must all prepare for the next lockdown. And we must remember that we are not savages, sheep, or slaves. We are human beings with free will. And as lawful Americans, it is our responsibility to apprehend these traitors, exact justice, and restore the Republic. But first, we must simply say no. Say no to the masks, 
Say no to sheltering in place. Say no to vaccine passports. Say no to shutting down your business or your church. And if the police come to shut you down, make them commit treason. The law of the land is already in the hands of the people. All we have to do is wake up and take it back together. Peace, love, and justice is ours if we want it. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, half of this government, are actually young noble leaders of the world. We penetrate the cabinets. The change is not just happening. The change can be shaped by us. We have to prepare for a more angry world. How to prepare? Take the necessary action to create a fairer world. I see the need for a great reset. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had and everything will be normal again. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. There is only one way this pandemic is going to go. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. The next crisis is already waiting for us around the corner and it is the climate crisis. That's right. We're back. We're back, and so are these people. They are coming after us. They're coming after you. They're coming after your future. They are not hiding it anymore. So why should we? Why should we feel afraid? Why should we hide who we are? Why should we speak and cope? Why should we change our direction? Who says we're changing? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Noise Error, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. This is going to be a little bit of a fast-paced section. I'll tell you that. We got a lot of articles and a lot of stuff to get into and not a whole lot of time. <laughs> no, we don't. So that's the best way to do that is just to kick this pig right off. Let's go ahead and get into more of the insanity. Speaking of insane, look at this. Joe Biden starts screaming at an audience again. Like a crazy old man during some talk about Bidenomics. Let's look. There is no quit in America. Name me a single objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we've failed on. Name me one in all of our history. Not one. It's never been a good bet to bet against America. Never. And it's still not a good bet today. This is still a country that believes in honesty, decency, and integrity. We're still a country that believes in hard work. We're still a country that believes in each and every one of us is created equal. We've never fully lived up to it. We never walked away from it. And I guarantee you we're still the beacon for the world. You ought to come with me to all these international meetings. Listen to the rest of the world, what they say to the President of the United States. Everyday ordinary people, every day get up and do extraordinary things. That's who we are. America's best days aren't behind us, they're ahead of us. This isn't about the past, it's about the future we're going to build. And I've never been more optimistic about America's future. Just remember who in God's name we are. We're the United States of America. 
And there's nothing, nothing, nothing beyond our capacity when we do it together. God bless you all, and may God bless you. Thank you. Damn. That's like the one time he, like, actually sounded like a, like a president. I don't think this was, like, an unhinged yell. I think he starts flying off the handle, and you can see it, some of the people around him. They, they get a little caught off guard by him yelling. But the sad part is, is I hear like the good Joe Biden, not dark Brandon. I hear like the good Joe Biden come out, probably had his medication. This is the Joe Biden that probably had like a soul maybe 20 or 30 years ago. But this guy's so steeped in garbage and so steeped in political corruption that he might try to seem like a good guy. He might try to have some good moments, but you're going to hell, right? You're, you're, you're getting locked up. You're losing your mind. Your son's going to jail. Like, I appreciate you. I do. I, I really applaud you, Joe Biden, for trying to say the right thing. But time is up, bud. The people see you. Let's move on with the show. Uh, look at this right here. Canadian parents lose custody of sick child after advocating for, for alternative medical care. Is there an article? Is there a video? Look at this. The first... Okay, there is a video by Rebel News uh, by Drea Humphrey. They put this up August 15th. It says, we spoke to a mother and father who are currently fighting to regain custody of their one-year-old child who was vaccinated by the British Columbia Children's Hospital despite vaccination being against both parents' religious beliefs. It says, an o Okankagan family whom we are not naming due to privacy restrictions placed on the parents by the Ministry of Children and Family Development says that they were have been torn apart by the ministry for advocating for their child. The parental rights battle began shortly after the couple became at odds with some of the decisions a medical team at the BC Children's Hospital made for their one-year-old child. Let's listen. Social worker told us that my son would not be vaccinated, that they would respect our religious uh, views on it. When they decide to vaccinate my son, five shots, two in the arm, three in the legs, all at one go. The constitutional rights in the States, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms in Canada is just to protect human beings from abuse. We're, we're trying to fight for freedom, for rights again, because as people bully us, if we don't say anything, the bullies are just going to get away with their crimes. Is parental rights really a thing in Canada anymore? You might not know the answer to that question until you're faced with a parental rights battle yourself. And today, I bring you a report about a family that's going through just that. Drea Humphrey here with Rebel News, standing right across from BC Children's Hospital. I'm about to bring you an interview with two distraught parents who are at their wit's end as they fight to regain custody of their sick child without losing the fight to be advocates for what they think is the best medical treatments and interventions for them. Now, other outlets who have covered the story may be taking a different approach, but Rebel News has made the decision to not contribute to anything that might keep these parents away from their fourth and youngest child any longer than it needs to be. The parents have been slapped with restrictions from the ministry that prohibit them from doing things like posting information about the child on their social media. Now, again, that's different than a news report, but we're taking extra precautions to keep the baby's identity safe as he is under the care of the state. So for that reason, we will not be disclosing the parent's name, showing their faces, or disclosing the baby's face, different surgeries. Some of the 
turned out to be see children's where the child has received care since and received close to six different surgeries. Some of the surgeries the parents agreed to, but the parents say there were some that were optional that they did not agree to. And that was the beginning of their legal fight. According to the parents, when they went to go file for an injunction to stop an optional tracheotomy, a hole being put in their child, they learned that they had lost temporary custody and it actually skyrocketed from there. They have no decision-making rights and no custody as it stands right now. Now, you're about to hear their story that they are desperate to get out, so please watch to the end. But you should know I reached out to BC Children's as well as the Ministry of Children and Family Development to get their side of the story, which of course is an important step in journalism. And although I did not hear back from the ministry, I do. I know some really great ice cream places around here. <laughs> and Daddy owes you. <laughs> so talk to me afterwards. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. <laughs> and Daddy owes you. <laughs> so talk to me afterwards. I want to say one A World Economic Forum insider has declared that the globalist elite are going to become gods. And if you interfere with this process, there will be big trouble. According to the globalists, the only way to stop them becoming gods is to kill them. And before you manage to do that, they will kill you. This is the most direct and bloodthirsty warning from the WEF to date. And it leaves no room for the mainstream media and their fact checkers to dissemble the facts and muddy the waters. There is no room for debate. 
The globalist elites have messiah complexes and they are hell bent on playing God. Before we dive in, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and join the People's Voice Locals community for uncensored and exclusive news and views and to support the channel. According to this WF insider, if you don't like the agenda of the globalist elites, you don't have to participate. You can go and get yourself euthanized. If you pay close attention, you'll hear that he clearly states that they are going to become gods and there is nothing you can do about it. If you try and resist, they will kill you. We are going to become gods. Period. If you don't like it, get off. You don't have to contribute. You don't have to participate. But if you're going to interfere with me becoming God, then I have big trouble. And we'll have warfare. The only way you can prevent me in this, in this 50 or is to kill me. If you kill me, I'll kill you. The chilling speech mirrors warnings delivered by Yuval Noah Harari, Klaus Schwab's right-hand man in recent times. Harari also mocks ordinary people as useless and hopeless, and tells humanity they have no future worth living in the brave new world of the WF's Agenda 2030, where the elites have the power of creation and destruction. Developing even bigger powers than ever before, we are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. But the blasphemy of the elites doesn't stop there. After this quick break, we will expose their plans to supplant Jesus and Christianity in the Western world with their own diabolical religion. But first, an important word from our sponsor. Gloss and blackouts could send half of America to the emergency room this summer. The study states that over tens of thousands of BEF, there isn't enough room for two saviors of mankind on this earth. And it's time for Jesus to be consigned to the dustbin of history. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. According to the WEF, Jesus is fake news. God is dead and you do not have a soul. You are a hackable animal whose future has been determined for you and you do not have the capacity for free will. The World Economic Forum has spent decades quietly infiltrating elected governments, penetrating cabinets, and wielding outsized influence on the world from the corridors of Schwab's Swiss hideout in Davos. These tyrants have now become arrogant and sure of their own success. They are no longer hiding in the shadows and pulling the puppet strings from behind the curtains. According to Schwab, it's his role to shape the transformation of the world in the current period, and he plans on using genetic editing to change humanity on a cellular level, whether they like it or not. The difference of this fourth uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing. In globalist circles, the madness and messiah complexes run deep. Bill Gates has a long history of playing God. 
Robert F. Kennedy Jr. warned us years ago about this trait in Gates' psychopathic psychology. According to Kennedy Jr., the World Health Organization is conducting global social and medical experimentation in accordance with the vision of their mega-donor Bill Gates and his religious faith that he can use technology, vaccines and GMO agriculture to make him the savior to all of humanity. Gates' strategy of buying WHO and purchasing control of US health officials like Tony Fauci and Deborah Burks means the Microsoft co-founder can now dictate global health policies, affecting 7 billion people and to control the most intimate details details of our lives, said Kennedy Jr. on his Instagram page. And Gates isn't the only one. WEF agenda contributor and longtime globalist scourge George Soros also claims he is God and the creator of everything. However, the billionaire financier also warns that he is a self-centered God who believes normal rules don't apply to him. The lunatics really have taken over the asylum, and it's our job to take back control before it's too late. I fancied myself as some kind of God, George Soros wrote in his book, Soros on Soros. If truth be known, I carried some rather potent messianic fantasies with me from childhood, which I felt I had to control, otherwise they might get me in trouble. When asked by Britain's independent newspaper to elaborate on that statement, Soros doubled down. It is a sort of disease when you consider yourself some kind of god, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable about it now since I began to live it out. In his book, Soros also says, I do not accept the rules imposed by others, and in periods of regime change, the normal rules don't apply. If you wonder what Soros means by this period of regime change, it has become clear that he was talking about the New World Order. Clearly, the globalist elite have earmarked these times to usher in the long-threatened New World Order with its false promises of climate science, depopulation, and eugenics. But thanks to people like yourself, the masses are beginning to wake up to reality. Wanted posters have begun appearing in Europe demanding the arrest of Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Anthony Fauci, and others for their crimes against humanity. But there is so much more work to be done. If you understand the importance of our work in educating the masses about the evil agenda of the elite, please like these videos, subscribe to the channel and join the People's Voice Locals community to help us continue producing this content and forewarn as many people as possible. I like the People's Voice. We use them a lot. And for good reason. They have a lot of stuff going on for it. I really appreciate that. Thanks, Sean. Biden regime trots out dirty John Podesta to lecture Americans about climate change. You know, John Podesta from like the Clinton, <laughs> the Clinton crime family, those, those, those clowns. Look at this guy. I wonder what he sounds like talking about climate change. Climate crisis. We have to cut the carbon pollution that's driving the climate crisis. And that's what the Inflation Reduction Act is all about. We have to cut the carbon pollution that's driving the climate crisis. And that's what the inflation reduction. What's crazy is all these people look old, sickly, and just like not well. This guy's a pedophile too. Uh, why would they roll this guy out? What, what, what does he have to contribute to the discussion? Nothing good. Look at this. Check this out. This popped up last week after we did the show. I remember this because I thought it was crazy. Why is this coming out now? FDA now admits doctors can prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID-19. An article by Ramon Tomey of Natural News. They put this up August 16th. It says that the Food and Drug Administration has admitted that doctors can prescribe ivermectin to treat the Wuhan coronavirus infections. A statement from Ashley Schwong Honnold, an attorney from the Department of Justice, attested to this admission. 
according to her statement, the FDA explicitly recognizes that doctors do have the authority to, pre to prescribe ivermectin to treat COVID-19. Honnold's statement came during the course of oral arguments before the Fifth, court, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans. The court had been hearing a lawsuit filed by three physicians, doctors Paul Merrick, Mary Talley, Bowden, and Robert Apter, against the government. They accused the federal government through the FDA of interfering with their, in, with their ability to prescribe ivermectin to COVID-19 patients. According to the plaintiffs, the regulator's claim of ivermectin being used against COVID-19 as, quote, medically irresponsible has caused professional harm. Merrick and Bowden were both suspended by the hospitals where they practiced. The two were also subject to investigation by state medical boards. Merrick by the Virginia Board of Medicine and Bowden by the boards of Arizona and Washington State. Quote, the fundamental issue is, in this case, is straightforward, argued the plaintiff's attorney, Jared Kelson. Quote, after the FDA approves a human drug for sale, does it have the authority to interfere with how that drug is used within the doctor-patient relationship? The answer is no. According to LifeSite News, Honnold's remarks serves as, quote, a notable retreat from the government's hostility to the drug. Ivermectin has been vilified by the medical establishment as a mere, quote, horse dewormer. The outlet added, quote, doctors have seen their medical licenses threatened and they have been removed from their medical positions for prescribing the exceptionally safe medication. So what they're basically saying is you can use COVID-19 or you can use ivermectin to treat COVID-19. This was already a solution, but they wanted to suppress the information. They wanted to destroy doctors. They wanted to wage war on your health. And that's why the more that people listen to these institutions and to the establishment, the more pain and damage it does. These people aren't here to help you. That's why the minute Trump recommended this, they tore it down because they're not here to help you. They're here to destroy you. I thought that was crazy that this came out last week. They're finally admitting that you can cure yourself of COVID-19 with ivermectin. Look at this. Check this out. Target sales slide after the company pushes trans Satanist artists attire for children. So that's just more of the after school Satan. That's just more of Satan coming for your children. That's just more of this, this, this evil wickedness that these people are doing. Uh, this is an article by uh, Jim Hoff of the Gateway Pundit. They put this up August 16th. It says in June, JP Morgan downgraded their target or their outlook for target as the retailer continues to suffer through its longest losing streak in 23 years. NASDAQ reported that on June 1st, 2023, JP Morgan downgraded their outlook on target from outweight overweight to neutral. Uh, the analyst price forecast suggests a 40% upside. Target stated to target started to see a significant decline in its stock shares as a result of mounting backlash and widespread calls for a boycott over its satanic and woke LGBTQ plus children's merchandise. Target's massive pride section devoted to trans and LGBTQ plus kids clothing included quote tuck friendly swimwear for kids and chest binders is displayed at the front of each store nationwide. The collection includes shirts and bags with messages that include live, laugh, lesbian, cure transphobia, not trans people, too queer, for here, and we belong everywhere. Abrapellin, an, an LGBTQ plus company based in London that sells apparel that includes satanic imagery, including pentagrams, horn skulls, and references to the devil, collaborated with Target to create the Pride Collection. 
threats of boycotts and massive backlash across the country prompted Target to scale back during during an emergency meeting with the Target Asset Prote- Protecting Corporate Security Team. This week, Target announced that the company suffered a 5.4% slump in sales in the second quarter of this year. It was the company's first slump of sales in six years. That's still not enough. It's still not enough. I mean, you're still allowing the promotion of what these people call trans-Satanism. You're still allowing this type of imagery, content, information to proliferate and propagandize children. This is dangerous. Speaking of dangerous, Russian military leadership accuses the U.S. of working to manufacture another pandemic. An article by Paul Saren of the Gateway Pundit. Let's see. This we've, we've actually heard this general talk before in the past. I wonder... It doesn't. I wonder if I can play the video clip. If it'll let me. Or if there's a secondary source for the clip, that would be great. Maybe we might have to just read the actual article. Uh, we might have to read the actual article. Um, oh man, this is so not good. There's there. There's clearly a clip right here. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Because that clip is important. Sputnik. Okay, we don't want to go to the Sputnik telegram. Okay. Let me check this one more. No, no. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna read this quick article, and just give more confirmation that the uh, that they're working on another pandemic. You know, Russian military leadership accuses U.S. of working to manufacture another pandemic. Now that the truth about the origins of COVID is finally reaching the public and the population at large, it surfaces that the U.S. via the Biden administration from hell is allegedly working hard to unleash a new pandemic to muddy the waters for next year's presidential election, as well as to derail the imminent Russian military victory in Ukraine. The mind-numbing accusations surfaced from the Chief of Protection from Radiation, Chemical and Biological Weapons of the Russian Armed Forces, Lieutenant General Kirillov. It says in a press briefing today, if Kirillov detailed the most grave accusations, saying, quote, the United States has started preparing for a new pandemic by searching for virus mutations, Lieutenant General Igor Kirillov, a Russian senior military official, said he announced in July of this year the Biden administration created the Office for Pandemic Preparedness and Response Policy. This department's priority areas include working on creating vaccines and drugs for stopping viruses and their genetically modified variants, Kirillov noted. The leading role in the Pentagon's military biological program will be played by the United States Army Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases according to Kirillov. Documents uncovered during the special military operation in Ukraine confirm that this institution is involved in accumulating dangerous pathogens in various regions of the world, Kirillov added. Intel Republic also reported by Kirillov that, quote, as in 2019, the United States has begun preparing for a new pandemic by looking for virus mutations. We do not exclude the possible use of so-called defensive technologies for offensive purposes, as well as for the purpose of global control, 
by the creating crises situations of a biological nature. Kirillov is the same Russian military leader to detail the network of American-linked biolabs that were found in, in the onset of the Russian military operations in Ukraine. I remember hearing about that. But that was like another one of the reasons why Putin went into Ukraine is to bust up some of those labs that were there because there was proof of, you know, of race-specific bioweapons being built in Ukraine. And we just keep getting more and more thoughts of this. Moving forward, UK government deliberately planning power grid blackouts to, pl to push the climate hysteria says that the left-wing plan for the United Kingdom is to, quote, decarbonize all power generation throughout the country by the year 2030, which is sure to trigger widespread blackouts and grid failure. British lawmaker Ed Miliband, UK Labour Party, announced the plan during the party's conference last year. It remains the centerpiece of the globalist plan to ban all use of Earth-based, quote, fossil fuel in Great Britain and replace it with offshore wind and onshore solar farms. This, uh, this article comes from Ethan Huff of Natural News, they put this up August 16th. It says what Miliband and his band of green idealists fail to recognize is that there is no possible way to keep an economy alive without fossil fuels. The amount of wind and solar it would take to replace the current energy infrastructure is so enormous there there is not even enough land mass available to make it possible. And who wants to look at an endless sea of ugly, noisy wind turbines and solar panels everywhere they go? That's more or less just for your factoids, just for you to think about more of the climate hysteria. Check this out. Bill Gates has Bill Gates is promoting net zero as a climate fix. What 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 you have to understand when we start talking about this climate stuff, like we are carbon-based life forms. When they are trying to bring down net zero carbon, they want to get rid of human activity. They want to get rid of you. They want to get rid of what you are doing. The CBDCs, the climate lockdowns, the the the, the, the climate crisis, the, the the universal basic income, all this stuff—it's all tied together, all from tracking what you do to what you to from the moment you wake up to the moment you go down, creating a a, a digital footprint, a digital twin. This is just quantifying your 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 real world, your IRL footprint. Let's read a little bit of this and then we'll move over to the next article. It comes from Nima Harris over there at News Punch. They put this up August 17th. It says that the growing, quote, net zero movement promoted by Bill Gates and other globalists is a scam, according to environmentalist activists and food sovereignty advocate Vandana Shiva, PhD. Shiva told the defender that the scam allows polluters to buy credits instead of reducing emissions, enabling land grabs and corporate control. Tech billionaire Bill Gates is known as one of the world's leading proponents of, quote, net zero. He claims that reaching, quote, net zero greenhouse gas emissions by the year 2050 will be the, quote, most difficult challenge humanity has ever taken on and the most amazing thing humanity has done. The Defender report that shifting the world's greenhouse gas emissions from today's 52 billion tons to net zero over the next three decades, according to Gates, means that, quote, we need to find better ways to pretty much do everything from the food we eat to the buildings we live in, because virtually every human activity produces greenhouse gas emissions. But when Gates refers to, quote, net zero, he does not mean actual zero, as in no emissions. Adding the word net into the equation for redoing virtually human every human activity substantially changes the meaning of zero. And 
Gates has helped convince most countries of the world to add that small, poorly understood, seemingly harmless word net into their climate change pledges. So what exactly does net zero emissions mean to Gates and others who share his ambitions? Ecologist, activist, ecological activist, Bandana Shiva, PhD, told the defender that, quote, net zero, as Bill Gates admits in his book, How to Avoid a Climate Disaster, is not about polluters stopping their pollution. It is about polluters getting new profits by creating new markets for fake techno fixes like geoengineering and fake food and new forms of land grab through carbon offsets. Quote, net zero is a financial scam like the subprime crisis of 2008, which led to the collapse of Wall Street and the entire economies. The future implications of net zero are far reaching. The worldwide push for net zero has turned, quote, carbon credits into globally tra traded financial instruments, giving big corporations and billionaires a kind of, quote, license to pollute. The global, quote, carbon market has established new ways of economic elites to grab land, profit from dubious technologies, and attempt to corner the market on literally any activity that produces carbon, potentially encompassing, quote, virtually every human activity in Gates's words. History of net zero. Basically what they're saying is what I was saying before at the start of this. They want to track, control, and manipulate everything that a human can do. That's what this is. The fix, the net zeros stopping you, the net zeros throwing you inside the metaverse. Let's try to hurry up and get through a fair amount of these other articles, guys. I'm just going to try to blitz through them because we have already eaten a, a fair amount of your time. Uh, I wanted this, this show to be at least like two hours long, but we are <laughs> we're, we're running up against the time. Let's read this real quick. Uh, San Francisco workers ordered to evacuate the city due to soaring crime, as we saw in the clips earlier in the transmission. People literally doing smash and grabs in broad daylight. <laughs> it's just... Out of control. Absolutely out of control. Uh, leprosy cases are on the rise after COVID-19 vaccination. An article from Epoch Health by Zachary Schreiber says that a growing number of leprosy cases are being reported after COVID-19 vaccination, including two cases in the United Kingdom that researchers say may have been caused by the vaccines. It says that researchers examined records from the leprosy clinic at the Hospital of Tropical Diseases in Lebanon. They found that 52 of the people who went to the clinic in 21, at least 49 of them were vaccinated. That's right, because the vaccine is destroying people's immune systems. They're picking up diseases a lot easier. They, they are the walking bombs. They are the, the, the bioweapons manufacturing facilities. Uh, Hawaii's Democratic governor tries to suspend property sales in wildfire-damaged town, but wants the state to acquire that land. Says that Hawaii Governor Josh Green wants to enact a moratorium on property transactions in Lahaina, the Maui-based city destroyed by the, by the wildfires last week. Green revealed on Monday that he asked Hawaii Attorney General Ann Lopez to explore legal maneuvers to, quote, suspend any sales of properties that have been damaged or destroyed by the wildfires in Lahaina. According to Green, his motivation for such actions is to prevent Maui residents from being, quote, victimized by out-of-state people or companies seeking to grab up land at a reduced price. Quote, my intention from the start is to finish, my start, 
my intention from start to finish is to make sure that people that no one is victimized from a land grab, Green said on Wednesday. People are right now traumatized. Please do not approach them with an offer to buy their land. Do not approach their families saying that they will be much better off if they make a deal because we are not going to allow it. That's actually something I can get behind. That's actually something I can get behind. Don't poach these people in dangerous situations. Wait. Wait. Another dangerous situation right here. FBI Denver rescues 27 sex trafficking victims in nationwide effort known as Operation Cross Country. This is a good usage of law enforcement. This is a good usage of law enforcement. Uh, they actually do this Operation Cross Country every year. And I'm sure there's more. You know, it, you got to think about it. We learned about the under underreporting factor whenever we, we, we went into this with COVID. Right. For every one thing that's reported with the VAERS system, there's 40 more that go underreported. I wonder what the underreporting factor is for the sex trafficking victims, you know, uh, and, and, and we should have had this in the uh, in the in the shuffle of news this week. Apparently, the director for the movie Sound of Freedom that covers child sex trafficking got arrested for child sex trafficking. And so, you know, these guys, they're all you, they're, they're slippery. You know, there's no movie being made about Operation Cross Country, right? No matter how much of an epidemic it actually is. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just more of Hollywood. It's just more of Hollywood. Right here, Nadra Farage wants to, quote, build a powerful lobby group to get back at banks that, quote, debank customers. I can get behind that. That's another reason why you guys need to support this operation, either by becoming an exclusive member or donating to the treasury. We have some pretty cool things we're gonna be working on when it comes to financial freedom and separating our, ourselves from this. Let me read a little bit of this and then we'll move on to the next article. Uh, this comes from Ethan Huff of the Natural News. They put this up August 16th. It says upset about he and his family being debanked by Coots, a British bank of wealthy clients. Former member of the European parliament, Nigel Farage is trying to build a quote, powerful lobby group of powerful people to take to tackle what he describes as a, ma a major national scandal, debanking. The former UKIP leader launched an entire website about the matter as he aims to hold the United Kingdom's financial giants accountable for canceling certain clients' bank accounts simply because they hold different political views than the council's leadership does. In an interview with The Telegraph, Farage hawked his accountsclosed.org website, the stated purpose of which is to identify the primary reasons why some people's bank's accounts are being canceled. The site also highlights which banks are the, quote, worst offenders. You know, one of the things I hear a lot about hanging out in crypto is Bitcoin fixes this. Not your keys, not your coin. Bitcoin fixes this. Don't trust banks, you know. <laughs> don't, don't deal with any of the fiat. We'll keep an eye on this, and we'll also develop something similar ourselves. More in the economic news, look at this. Michael, the big short Burry, just bet 90% of his portfolio that the stock market is about to crash. And so prior to the transmission with you beautiful people, I was talking about how we watched Bitcoin drop from 26 all the way, or 28 down to 26,000. Um, and so, you know, this, it's got to go down to go back up. It's a bear market. Things aren't looking good. Let's read a little bit of this. It says that before the financial crisis of 2008, Michael Burry's massive bet against the housing market made him incredibly rich. 
and the subject of the Hollywood movie, The Big Short. And now he is convinced that the market is about to implode again. Another article from Dr. Dimitri of News Punch, they put this up August 16th. It says that Michael Burry became famous for correctly predicting the, the epic collapse of the housing market in 2008. And according to CNN, Burry has bet over $1.6 million that the stock market is about to crash again. Hey man, short, short the entire market. If you guys are familiar with you know futures trading, short the market. The article goes on to say that Burry is making his bearish bets against the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ 100, according to the Security Exchange Commission's filing released Monday. Burry's fund, Burry's fund Scion Asset Management, bought $866 million in put options. That's the right to sell an asset at a particular price against a fund that tracks the S&P 500 and $739 million into put options against a fund that tracks the NASDAQ. Barry is using more than 90% of his portfolio to bet on a market downturn. If he is wrong, he will look like a fool. But if he is right, he will go down in history. He'll make stupid amounts of money. Stupid amounts of money for people that do, you know, options and puts and futures and stuff like that. You know what we're talking about. But, yeah, if he's if he's shorting the market and, you know, he gets his bid, man, this guy's going to make stupid amounts of money. He probably could already retire. Probably is already retired. He's probably just making money because he doesn't know what else to do. That's what a lot of these people do. You know, they just keep making more and more money. And then they have their money, make money for them. But the reason why we picked this article out is just to show you guys that things are going down. It's not just inflation. You know, Joe Biden giving all this money to everybody else and so much. It's the jig is up. The jig is up. Speaking of the jig and the jab, updated COVID jabs almost ready as concerns grow over a rapid spread of a new variant. Crazy. So they anticipated another virus, so they created another vaccine. Interesting. Updated COVID vaccines are expected to become available in the U.S. next month as concerns grow over the new variant Eris. Here we go again. Well, that can, it says it, there it is apparently a rise in hospitalizations stemming from COVID infections as we reach into the latter part of summer and the holiday season. It says that the World Health Organization has classified the COVID strain Eris or EG5 and has designated it a variant of interest, meaning it will be monitored for mutations that could make it more severe. According to the CDC, it now accounts for 17% of the current COVID cases. There you have it. We've got more shots, 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 shots coming. Speaking of shots, Netflix releases a children's cartoon about gay nights that was too gay for Disney. Too gay. Too, too gay. Netflix released a children's animated movie, Nimoa in June, which features an LGBTQ agenda that was so blatant, even Disney, which is very known for its tendency to promote such viewpoints, dropped Nimona entirely. Entirely. I was like, we're not going to play this. We are not going to play this. we got a couple more articles, guys, and then we're going to go ahead and shut the transmission down for you guys. Sorry if it feels like we're just going through them all. We're trying to knock them all out. Campaign to help people spot heart attack signs launched by the National Health Service after a rise in hospital admissions 
says Britain's National Health Service has launched a campaign to teach people about common heart attack signs. <laughs> How crazy is this? That that's where we're at now. They're having TV show. They're having commercials and ads for people that, you know, have heart attacks. Teenagers dropping dead on the on the on the on the soccer field. Uh, LeBron James's son having issues, right? Can't, Jamie Foxx. They're just like, hey, maybe we should have a campaign so people begin to see what's wrong. We're sorry we injected you with a dangerous bio. Uh, biotechnology here's how you can navigate it though let's move forward more of the economic news into the dollar south africa says over 40 countries want to join BRICS. over 40 countries are looking to join the BRICS block of developing economies if these nations were given the opportunity to be full-fledged members this could lead to approximately 85 percent of the global population turning away from using the United States dollar as its main foreign currency. This is, according to the financial experts and analysis, Andy Sekman, who recently spoke at the Kitco News to discuss the South African government's recent revelations that some 40 or so nations are gearing up to submit their formal applications to join BRICS. Schechtman noted that the developing world is creating multinational institutions that are steadily growing in power and influence to the point they may one day be able to threaten America's global financial hegemony. Sheckman pointed out, appointed two programs and organizations like the Belt and Road Initiative, the Eurasian Economic Union, BRICS's own New Development Bank, and the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Quote, if you put together the Belt and Road Initiative, the BRICS, the Shanghai Corporation, and the Eurasian Economic Union, you're damn near close to 85% of the human population, he said. What they're doing is they're being very methodical in a way that they're laying the groundwork, the foundation to when they flip the switch. And so for people who are unfamiliar with what BRICS stands for, it is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa coming together to basically dethrone the dollar, to devalue the dollar. Now imagine this, they lock us down, BRICS launches their coin or their, their, their token, their dollar, whatever the hell it is, we have no money. We have to go on. We have to. We have to run to the United Nations and the World Economic Forum. Like, do you just see the subtle ways in which this 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 once great nation of ours is being uh, robbed, destroyed, raped, and pillaged from the inside out? It's time to replace teachers with elite AI-controlled robots or with elite-controlled AI. So says Bill Gates. Let's see, is there a video? There's not, thank thank God. But apparently he was speaking on a podcast. Wow, it says billionaire eugenicist has called for artificial intelligence to replace teachers in the classroom as part of a plan to make schools more aligned with the globalist ideology. According to Gates, AI chatbots will be far superior in teaching children how to read, write, and perform mathematical equations. Speaking on his Unconfuse Me podcast, Gates told Khan Academy CEO Sal Khan that the elite-controlled artificial intelligence will be a huge step forward in transforming our failing education system. What he's basically saying is we're going to program the robots to program your children. We can't trust humans. They have a faulty wiring. They still believe in things. we got to get rid of that. Quote, 
very few students get feedback from software programs on an essay that this could be clearer. You really skip this piece and this and the reasoning, Gates declared. Quote, I do think the AI will be like a great high school teacher who really marks your essay. And you go back and think, okay, I need to step up there. And TimesHeadlines.org reports that some AI tutors already exist, including one called the comment the Con Migo that's being developed by Khan Academy. It's powered by OpenAI's chat GPT tool, which also fuels the AI integrated Microsoft's Bing search tool and can already act, quote, like, like a fairly good human tutor, Khan said, albeit with the caveat that today's AI chatbots still regularly make mistakes. The program shows an ability to walk students through the steps of solving math problems or other classroom lessons, but some teachers have expressed concerns that it's too quick to provide students with answers rather than help them learn to solve problems themselves, the New York Times reported in June. Khan Academy is also experimenting with the tool, with using the tool to help facilitate students' discussions, potentially providing, quote, an army of teaching assistance for every teacher, Khan added. The chatbot could, for example, help initiate and lead educational breakout sessions, guiding students through a difficult top, difficult, through, a, through a discussion topic or a difficult math problem. Let's make them example Let's make them explain to them, explain the math to each other, Khan said, adding that the goal of the AI education tools should be to recreate the experience of sitting with friends and working on a particularly hard problem. So without all the fancy wording attached to it, what they're basically saying is they want to reprogram your child directly. They want to upload the program and the agenda to the child and have the child communicate with the robot and the chatbot so that the chatbot and the child can have a cohesive discussion so that the information from Bill Gates can be imported directly into the child. No filter, no filter. <laughs> That's all they're saying. That's all they're saying. Here is a quick video clip of Biden talking about those $700 per household. Folks to people in We've also authorized one-time payments of $700 per household to folks who've been displaced so they can do the immediate things of just taking care of medications and prescriptions that they so badly need. We've also authorized one-time payments of $700 per household to folks who've been displaced so they can do the immediate things of just taking care of medications and prescriptions that they so badly need. $700. $700. That's what they're saying. Yep. Biden's $700 payments to Hawaii fire victims draw outrage after no comment fiasco. Moving on. Hillary Clinton said it is time to kick Donald Trump out of America. All over the country right now. Now, I watched this a little bit earlier this week somehow. 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 Somehow I, I, I watched this. Somehow this fell into my lap, and I and I and I watched Hillary Clinton on the Mister Man Cow Rachel Maddow show, and to see this demon sit comfortably disturbed me because it really does show how screwed things are that this person Hillary Clinton can get on television after all the crimes she's committed and make these type of statements and that people like Rachel Maddow 
can hype her up. This is very dangerous. I wish we had more time to cover it. I wish we did. We're just trying to get through more of these articles. RFK Jr. Thousands of death scientists are developing biological depopulation weapons in America. Presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has warned that there are thousands of scientists developing weapons inside of the U.S. to target Americans as part of a depopulation plot. Not wrong. He's not wrong. Race-specific bioweapons. And as we come up to the end of it, I told you guys we'd be talking about them. Gender minotaurs. That's right. Gender minotaurs. Introducing gender minotaurs. That's right. We can go be gender minotaurs. All right, let's talk the absolute state of the medical experts in this country. We wonder why things are going so poorly. Here you have the chief psychologist and director of mental health at UCSF Benioff Children's Hospital Gender Development Center in California. This is Dr. Diane Aronsaft. Um, I, it says that this is a woman. I don't, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Um, but uh, she claims that children can identify as gender minotaurs, among other terms. Yes. Um, so she says that the gender, min- you may be wondering, you guys didn't ask the question, what is a gender minotaur? Do you know? Isn't that what the Harvard. guy from uh, Mortal Kombat, not Goro, the other one? <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't his name like uh, the half horse, half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, like he was half it's horse. Man, half man, right? Yeah, he was half horse, Is half that a man. Centaur or it, it was a centaur. Yeah, yeah what was his name? I, somehow, man, it's going gonna, gonna to hit me at some point, but he looks like that. Yeah, yeah. So you <laughs> okay. can be. So, the guy from Mortal Kombat. It's so a part bull, bull. Yeah, it's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, a part yeah, bull. Yeah, yeah. It's half bull, half man. That's yeah. a minotaur. That's a minotaur. So I don't understand the reference. Okay, well, well, you dumbass. <laughs> Let me just share it with you. Your simple mind over here doesn't understand what the medical experts already know, which is that a gender minotaur is a descriptor for the children who explain that they are one gender on the top and another on the bottom. This usually is to account for genitals at odds with the gender they know themselves to be. Yes. And also, there's another one of my favorites there, gender Prius, which... Like a car? No, you idiot. (laughs) That's a male or female car? I can't believe I'm dealing with such a small mind here on the program. No, because if you weren't so stupid, you would understand, Jason, (laughs) that gender Prius obviously means you're half girl and half boy. And it was invented by a school-aged child, which uh, you're already like, oh, good. We've got the gender terms being invented by school-aged children. What could possibly go wrong in this country? Who, from the front, looked like any boy in basketball shorts, tank top, and basketball sneakers. And from the back, had a long blonde braid tied at the end with a bright pink bow. You see, I'm a Prius, a boy in the front, a girl in the back, a hybrid. Yes. Gosh. That's a, that's a thing. And so- I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. A gender Prius. A gender Prius. A gender Prius. Wow. I thought I heard it with the, uh, I thought I heard it with the Minotaur. A gender Prius. I have heard it. I lived it. I lived it. 
That's insane. We will talk more about this insanity in the future, man. I just, I, it's getting wild out there. Be careful what you let your kids pay attention to. You know, there's nothing wrong with the imagination. That's how great comics are written. That's how great stories are written. But, you know, some of this stuff is getting out of control. Absolutely. UN Insider reveals Biden will declare climate emergency and ration meat, gas, and electricity. As you guys heard throughout the transmission, it's all about the climate. It's all about the emergency. It's all about the scarcity. It's all about the austerity measures. And here it is. You thought I was I was kidding. But here it is. Leaf and Star, CNN ridiculed after posting a guide for speaking to people who identify as a leaf and a star. So you got to be careful. You're talking to gender Priuses. You're talking to gender new gender Minotaurs. You're talking to stars. You're talking to leaf. You know, these things are, man, you know, you got to be careful. Some of these people, they're very, very sensitive. Uh, CNN has published a 2,000-word essay on the use and the history of neo-pronouns on Saturday, including guidance regarding how to address a person who refers to themselves as a leaf or a star. I think you guys get it from there. Oh, man. And uh, another article right here. Mainstream media promoting pandemic-era public health measures under the guise of climate change warnings. And that does it for us. That does it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we obviously have a lot more topics to discuss, a lot more content to go over. But unfortunately, we have already been over our time. I try to keep pretty concise over two hours, but, you know, nothing is going as planned these days. Uh, you know, imagine having a child Imagine having a child you send to school to get an education, then it comes back identifying as like a leaf, a star, or a minotaur, or a Prius, right? So, you know, we're, we're doing our very best here. We're doing our level best to deliver quality content, to remain relevant, to be on top of things, to know the nuances and the subtleties of what's going down. Uh, you know, I, I, I've, I've got a lot of other things that I'm working on in the background. Uh, we will be bringing back some of our other satellite shows and a couple other things that we're working on but this is just to get into the routine of showing up every single week and saying let's look at this let's really break down what is happening to society because they are we 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 they're trying to decay this dimension they're trying to destroy our spirits they're trying to usurp our souls they're trying to rob us of our divine right these people are coming after us and what it's going to require every single day week after week month after month is determination, is a focusing on them, is innovating, is coming up with a plan, is building, is becoming the redoubt, is becoming the beacon, the pillar that the that that that, that other people come to. Right now we're very small. Right now our light isn't as strong. But you have to give us time. And it's in that time that you'll understand. And I'm appreciative of the time that you guys have allowed me to give you today. And we'll be here again, same time next week, the following Thursday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, covering more of the content. And as I said before, we will be relaunching some of our satellite shows. We know that people can't really tune in in the evening. We've got a couple of things planned for you guys, but this is just to show you guys that we are shooting the bat signal up, lighting the flare, that we're standing there with our torch in the dark, saying, come join us. We have a path. Join us. We have a light. 
join us. We have a we have work to do. But that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have the link to our new email as well as a link to our discourse. You can join the conversation that takes place after the show, as well as a link to the ways that you can support us in the description bar below. There's going to be a lot more communication going forward, guys. We all need it. But remember, guys and gals, expose lies and share truth. This is Noizera, Freedom Faction, and the exclusive members crew. Out.